everybody to Hot Girl Healing. Today we have Saya here with us to talk about his creativity, his process, his healing journey, and anything else that comes up in conversation. Um, can you introduce yourself for the people? What do you want them to know about you? Um, well, I mean, yeah, I'm Saya, like you said. Uh, I would say uh, what I want the people to know about me is, you know, that I'm excited to be here and that I'm excited to talk with you. Obviously, we're longtime friends, so this is this is a very comfortable setting. So I <laughs> yeah, we are. Done. Yeah. So let's talk about it. What are your feelings? What? How do you handle your own feelings? What What is that process like? First of all, are you comfortable um, with your feelings? Yes, that is something that I have been working on the past year. Obviously, well, not obviously. I mean, well, we talked about this in private, but yeah, that's something I've been working on the past year because I was very uncomfortable with my feelings. And I thought mm. everything that I was feeling was kind of like Ew, weird. Like, why am I feeling? Mm. And uh, before, like, before last year, I always thought it was like, oh, it's disgusting to cry. Like, oh, I hate crying. I hate showing emotion. Mm. And one day it just all flooded out and all these emotions just came pouring out. And I cried for the first time in I don't know how many years. And it was the most refreshing feeling that I've ever had mm -hmm. to just, you know, express those feelings. Yeah. that. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I think it's really common for men to feel that way. Do you feel like there's, uh, I mean, you know, as a man, do you think that there's a culture there or socialized as a man to uh, suppress your feelings more? Definitely. Because um, a lot of the father figures in my life have always, you know, pushed me to be like macho and pushed me to you know they like oh you have to be a strong man like you know crying or like is a sign of weakness mm -hmm. uh one of my swimming coaches even told me way back he was like he, he told me he was like it's okay to cry but don't let anyone see you cry mm -hmm. he's like if you're gonna cry he's like if, if something's too hard out here i want you to get up go into the locker room cry and come back out oh my god he's like, I don't want, he's like i don't want to see pain from you i don't want anyone to see pain well how yeah, did that make so. you feel then so so is that something that you've you've heard a lot like throughout your life other than that that is something that i've been bombarded with throughout my life from mm. uncles my father everyone everyone i've heard it it's been mm. you know you keep your chin <laughs> up and don't let anything bother you. Don't show that anything bothers you. Mm. So I grew up with that, like, you know, mentality of, like, I have to be cold. I have to be stern. Mm. Um, and, I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about your ethnic background. I think that has a lot to do with it, with this kind of stuff. Yes, I am Puerto Rican and Black. Mm. My, uh, uh, so from... Both, I mean, from both cultural standpoints, you know, those there's a lot of emphasis on you have to be a strong man, you have mm -hmm. to be 
a strong man and you can't show any signs of weakness. Mm. And what would happen? Have it? Did you ever? Um, I mean, with the times I did, I was like almost like scolded. Like it was like a scold, like a a hard scolding for it. It was Mm. like, yo, why, why are you crying? Or, you know, why are you sad? Mm. Like, don't be sad. Like, you know, man up. Do you think um the the I like I guess now that you've become more open about your emotions, does it affect your creative process and the things you choose to do? It's helped it so much. It's helped it so so much. Mm. And um, I would say uh, I would kind of have sh- like in the past I would have like streaks of creativity. And I would make like, you know, some of my best stuff. I would make it and it would be in these times where I was emotionally vulnerable and I was kind of letting all of these feelings like pour out of me and creating off of like, you know, all sorts of emotion. A lot of it was negative. But now that I, you know, started to allow myself to feel and uh, just not really putting a, a, a filter or a cap on my emotions that now i'm you know able to mix these emotions and it's more of a like therapy for me when i create now Hmm. can you describe that like how is the therapy um yeah because a lot of the sessions um uh would honestly they start from a place of i'm not feeling good like you know i'm i'm dealing with depression anxiety Hmm. I'm, i'm dealing with all of this and I need to start making something so I can feel better. Mm. And that it, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of like a gradient. It starts mm. off dark and then it, it, it lightens up as I, you know, start creating. And uh, a lot of the stuff that I make usually ends with like a kind of like a calming or like a peaceful ending. Mm. And I think that's what people don't see is that when you suppress your emotions or you don't express them or you think, you judge yourself for having those emotions, they stay. And then when you just let them flow out in whatever way, you know, creatively, you're just like literally just crying. They just kind of pass. Um, but I think we get set, like if we feel sad, we think we're going to feel sad forever or just, you know, so we just hate it. And it's just, you know, the cycle continues of us suppressing our emotions instead of just letting them flow exactly. out. Yeah. You know, let's talk about you. What have, what have you been doing? What have, like, what's been going on with you? Uh, I've been learning a lot about myself. I, I describe, like, so I say this, like, when challenges arise, I see them as a really great opportunity to learn about yourself, right? And so I've just been learning a lot about myself, a lot, and just learning that you know, because I don't think we really know ourselves all the way ever. So it's always, you know, discovering just new things. Sometimes they're a little painful. Sometimes they're, you know, fun. But um, yeah, I've just been learning a lot about my emotional responses. I mean, you knew me in high school, I think. Actually, that would be so interesting because you're probably the only person who knew me in high school that we're going to talk to. And I was just in such, I look back and I'm just like, oh my God, like I was in just, obviously, you know, it's like I was a kid, I forgive myself for that, but I was 
just so like tied to my ego and just reactionary and just just reactions and I remember being <laughs> like, like do you have something to say do you have something to say um I could I'm so proud of your growth oh thank you I'm so proud of who you have become as a person mm. because the old Olivia was a was it was a little, it was a little snappy. I'm not gonna lie. I would tiptoe and I would say hi to you. I'd like tiptoe over. It was like poking an alligator with a stick. Like, hey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I literally look back and I'm like, oh my god. And that's the thing. I think I look back and I feel really ashamed of that. So now, if I ever, you know, because sometimes you just get caught up in the moment and you just react. And so if I do react, like I become aware. But then I'm like, oh my god, like no, like not that, not that again. But um, yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, I used to be, I used to be so mean, like so mean. I think. Um, I think but we I both, know our friendship like was driven <laughs> off of like judgment because we would sit there and like judge everything. Like that everything. was like the whole base of our friendship. We would just talk shit and. Oh, just, yeah, just talk shit and just, I think we were both kind of, like, I don't want to say, like, intimidating. I don't want to think we were, like, uh, like, we were the shit, but just we were, yeah, we did, like, <laughs> we, like, yeah, we were just assholes, honestly. That's what we were. Um, But, yeah, I think, I think, um, yeah, I think we did bond over that. <laughs> um yes. and then and then i think we could talk to each other and be like okay you know like we like okay like we're not we did have conversations on the side like in in front of everyone else we were oh, like yeah. uh, pretty mean and yeah. we were mean together and like mean to each other yeah but, but in private have... like when we'd be on facetime yeah mm -hmm. we would have really deep conversations in private yeah. and like yeah. we, we honestly would talk about like our emotions and like you know what we're and our going problems through. and actually tell the truth and, like, actually exactly like, I'm having a really it... hard time <laughs> um but it's interesting that we like enjoyed it but it was just not good for anybody you know what i'm saying but we just it was just what we were used to i guess you know yeah, I would say that's one of the hardest things is um, I used to, like, thrive off of negativity. Like, I loved it. Like, no matter what it was, I loved being mean. I loved just, like, like I would start problems, remove myself from the problem, and just watch the, like, other people handle yeah. the problem that I started. And I would just love it. Like, yeah, I would start drama. an argument and kind of, like, yeah, and I would just step out of it. And I would watch those other people just fight with, like yeah it was like if you threw like bread to some seagulls yeah they started fighting like i would take my crumbs step away and just let the rest of the seagulls fight yeah literally a whole lot of yeah, bird you, activity you were so like it was because it's such a stereotype that like girls start all the drama but you would start so much drama and on twitter twitter was just toxic so like so actually so toxic like our our school Twitter was so bad. Like, oh my god, it, it was, was awful. It was awful, but you know, we were like, we were all a little wounded. 
it's gonna be like two girls fighting actually and then you would like quote tweet it and make a joke and like make it worse and I other would. people it was just it. it was just not it was toxic vibes it was toxic vibes like it was not it was fun if you were good at like like talking back but i'm just like you know like people did not want to interact and i'm like i don't blame you at all like at all you know it's 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 really really harmful <laughs> the culture and we have if anyone sees this yeah if anyone sees this i i would definitely want to apologize like yeah. that is one of my like fears of going out in public is seeing people from high school because like mm. i mean at the same time i do want to see them because i want to talk to them and be like hey like I know yeah. I was mean. I know I was mm. an awful person. Yeah. I know and I was meaner. I want to hug so many of them. Yeah, I'm just like I'm sorry. Oh yeah, definitely. I would. I was more into joking and stuff like that. Some like you would. No one would hurt my feelings ever. But like sometimes you would catch me off guard. Like, I'd like, damn, it's eight a.m. Like, <laughs> it's I have, eight a.m. I have. I re so that's another thing I've learned. I have so much energy. But when I was in high school, I would use that energy to be really mean and react all day long. Like, that's what I would do. And, and I'm just like, I just had a lot of energy, but I would use it um, for, for, for evil. You know, like it was not. It was horrible. I was excited to see you, especially if I was having a boring day. Like I would be like, I would be asking people, "Where's Olivia? Like, I need, I need, I need, I need some my excitement. Fix. Like, I we need, need to go to." Be- we need to go skip I need school. some aggression. I, we, something. We, I need some aggression. And it didn't matter where we were. Like, we could be eating at, like, Chick-fil-A down the street or anywhere it like that. And we would some see, drama. like, some random some random old lady would be chilling. And we would just be sitting there and be like, oh, you wrinkly. You stank. Oh, like, my God. No, just, like, I wouldn't do to that. Ourselves. You would do that. And then I No, I think what we would but do. But you would laugh. Yeah, I would, I would laugh. Okay. I would laugh. But I wouldn't. I don't think because you were better at that stuff than I was because you would actually make that I was me but (laughs) yeah it was it was very you know I mean we were complaining about everything so it's fine you know no judgment Um, everything under the sun would get complained about like or just anybody would just find something to talk shit about and that's the thing I hate I hate when that happens again because I'm just like oh my god no like I don't want to I don't want to be that person because literally it makes me like feel gross that like that was inside of me that was ha- you know what I'm saying like it makes me feel disgusting that, yeah. that I was doing those things I feel guilty all the time about it I feel so guilty like constantly about it it's yeah. something that like I'll randomly keep getting it's like those memes you see on Twitter it's like oh like you begin ready to go to sleep and it's like Oh, remember when I did something stupid in third grade? <laughs> yeah. That is like me. I, I'm getting ready to go to sleep. And I feel mad that like, yo, like I shouldn't have called that kid Musty. Like that kid is probably a villain now. Like, yeah, you would actually be mean like that. Like, but it was because you were funny. And so you kind of got away with it. Like that wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't so aggressive. So it was kind of like, uh, joking and funny. So you didn't like, I don't think you got as much like shit for it. I definitely piss a lot of people off. Yeah. But it's like, nobody could but, say anything. Cause then I mean, they'd be like too sensitive. You know, they would our, like, our, yeah, yeah. They, our would high look, school was yeah. so, I mean, I'm high school. It's just generally is so toxic. Like, and our high school was fucking horrible. 
I hate you talking know. about high school just for the fact of like <laughs> I know I wasn't like uh, people knew me for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. and it's just something that I feel so guilty about like mm-hmm. I had now one of can... those moments like uh, yeah no, I had one of those ahead. like those moments where I met somebody in the grocery store that I seen from high school Mm. And they kind of came up to me on the like bro mentality, like ah, I remember when uh, we used to like, and I was kind of like, "Peace be with you, my brother." Please heal. <laughs> they looked so disappointed. <laughs> yeah, they looked so disappointed at how calm I was. They were, yeah. And I was like, I mean, I could be ener- like very energetic, but it's like that was I was thriving off of so much negativity. Yeah, and just and the projecting. fact of seeing something that he never changed. Yeah. It's scary because you're I don't just know like, how many oh super God. villains I've created. I'm I'm scared you that every day that we're gonna see. Exactly, you're gonna you probably there's somebody's probably developing a time machine right now to go and kill you. Please don't, please don't. I'm trying my best <laughs> to heal. I was just fucked up. That's the thing. Like now though, now when I see other people reacting the ways I would, I'm like oh, I see you're just so wounded and so scared and you just have so much fear. Because now I I see, I'm like, oh, obviously, like I was just scared that somebody was going to like make fun of me. So I was like, no, you're not even going to get the chance. Like I'm going to come for you even if you don't say shit, you know, it was, but it was all from a place of fear and insecurity and it wasn't, you know, it was all that. So now I see that and I can recognize, oh, am I feeling insecure or is like what they're telling what this person is saying triggering those feelings because i know those are triggers for me so now i can be like aware like oh let me not react you know it's so funny because because now i feel like the things that bother my friends is that it's like olivia you're always just like talking about like don't judge people like and that's what i'm like well i would rather this bother y'all than the shit that i used to do that would bother people because it was fucked up so but yeah, but I, I think I think it's useful when you go through like such a deep period of it's just ego. It's just straight up fucking right. crazy deep ego. Cause when you like get out of it, you're just like, oh my god, like yeah. that's what that was. It's crazy. So would you say now that it makes it easier to deal with aggressive people, like after, you know, once being an aggressive person and then going through the mm. process of healing, would you say like, how, how does that help you in your process with handling situations or handling like very aggressive and like violent attitudes? Yeah, like reactionary. Yeah, I definitely think because I just see myself I, when someone and if anyone reacts, I'm like, like before I would take it personally, I'd be like, why are you fucking getting mad at me? You know? But now it's so crazy because I'm just like, oh, like, yeah, you're just projecting because something inside you is really hurt. And I remember, so when I would be really mean to people and it was just, it was reactions. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't like aware that I could choose differently. I was just like, that's just who I am, you know? And so that's just your ego, right? But um, I wasn't aware at that time. And I remember the best thing that someone could do for me in that moment was like, just kind of forget about it. Like, just kind of right. not take it personally. Um, even though they had every right to, because I was a fucking bitch. But I remember I felt such, like, deep, deep, like, like, compassion from them when they were just, 
they just let it go you know what I'm saying and I was like thank right. god because I knew I knew every time like I heard myself like I literally would remember being like oh my god here I go again like as the words were coming out of my mouth and it was just like this is just who I am I guess you just can't change it you know like it was like that it was crazy but the best thing was just when people just let it go um which they didn't need to but they did for whatever reason so now when I see like someone is you know reacting you can tell it's in a reaction and when it's a genuine like hey I'm upset with you but it's like when it's a reaction you can just tell I can just tell like oh you're just like hurt um and the best thing I could do is just like not react back because that'll just make it worse, you know, and then we're both right. coming from a pain, wounded place. Right. And and just like just knowing that, oh, I'm not going to hold it against you. You know, that'll make I made me that was the best thing. I remember that when people would do that, I'd be like, thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, and I couldn't even apologize. Like it was just too much pride, too much all that. Um, but yeah, for sure. It helps me. And I think with you, like I, I, I learned a lot about how people use comedy and jokes to cover up a lot um i mean do you see that do you see that like with people um i think especially guys yeah i would um honestly i'm even talking about my feelings on here jokes just keep popping in my head and i'm like Mm trying so hard not to just like turn this into like a stand-up comedy yeah but it's something that that is probably one of my biggest like you know like coping mechanisms is making jokes or like making myself the joke or like Mm. just being funny just trying to be funny trying to make light light of every situation Mm. that is something that is very dangerous because once you build that uh kind of once you build that persona and you build that around like who you are that is uh that's something that is it's not good for you at all because when you are there's days where i was feeling like actually feeling bad and like actually feeling just terrible feeling like just like ass just don't want to do anything don't want to talk to anybody people would like bombard me with like yo like why aren't you saying anything funny like why aren't you being Mm. funny why like yo like why are you so like they would look at me like why are you sad i remember remember there's like there was even you have done that you have told me like yo why are you being quiet like what's wrong and i'm sorry i was sitting there like people are getting mad at me for being depressed (laughs) <laughs> oh yo, my god i can't I'm even be so sleepy <laughs> i can't even and be that's, sleepy yeah like, mm-hmm. and then would you would you be like hey like i'm actually just sad or would you start joking again i'll be like i would be like nah i was just messing with you like are you crazy like come on me sad like you gotta be stupid you actually <laughs> dumb like Exactly, I, really huh? good one, huh? I really got you i was just tears coming down my face i was Why, a good wiped one, the tear huh? off oh You're i got so you good huh? <laughs> look at this oh. laughing i'm not crying because of anything else i'm just laughing the crying is weak and i'm not that look at us laughing we're hilarious huh I I, re- I even remember telling somebody one day they were like oh you're so quick you know you're so quick you're so witty with the comebacks like they're so on I was like they're so like fast and I looked at yeah. them and I was I laughed and I was like it's because you ain't never been this depressed before my boy 
And we kind of like, and we just laughed about it. And another it. joke. And another joke. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's... Everybody, look under your chair. <laughs> it was a. I was playing. I was just playing. No, exactly. But that's what a lot of is all these emotions that we're like, nah, like we're judging ourselves all the time. That's why we're just like, oh, this is so stupid. I'm so stupid. Why am I feeling like this? this is so stupid. I'm not like those stupid people over there that feel sad. Like that's so stupid. And then we, it comes out though in jokes and in hurting other people. That's what people, I think, don't realize when they're doing it. It like actually hurts you the most. Cause look at us now. We feel so bad for that. And I think about that all the time. And I, I, I think I, when I, like I said, like when a little something of that comes up, I'm like, oh, like, no, please. I literally was asking my friend, I was like, I just think you're really mean. And he was like, oh, like, are you like a mean girl and i was like yeah and then he was like i was like am i still disrespectful <laughs> he was like no no it's okay and i was like okay because i was literally so scared i was like i haven't thought about you know i haven't thought about that i used to be that way like but what if i still am you know and it's it's scary yeah because really you're hurting it, yourself more than anything definitely and it uh it, it makes you develop like this hyper awareness for other people's feelings so like anytime I like finish a conversation or a sentence, I add always like I'll have a tendency to ask somebody like, oh, how do you feel? Like, you know, like, are you OK? Like, is everything good? Yeah. I kind of feel like, you know, like when you're sitting at the table and the waiter keeps coming back, they're like, everything yeah. good. And they literally just had a bite and everything's fine. Yeah, and like literally like, oh. the waiter will be walking right back again. Everything good. And you're like, bro, I'm just trying to enjoy my meal. And I feel like it's sometimes like I've kind food. of like ruined conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've ruined like conversations because of me being like uncomfortable and like trying to be hyper aware of like, oh, are you feeling okay? And like, there is a point where that can be like too much, and like you're yeah. making somebody feel uncomfortable because now they're not feeling okay because now they're <laughs> questioning like, yo, should I be feeling okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it, so yeah. that's something and that I've been trying to step back from is like not being as so like, mm-hmm. I not like I guess caring wouldn't be the right word but not being trying to be so aware of like their feelings i mean mm. yeah it, it like just not makes you to, lose touch of the conversation yeah not trying to impose yourself on you can't be in feelings. the moment as much yeah 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 because you're always trying to think of the next thing they'll feel and it's just yeah you're just not and you can't control it if they feel a certain way that's the thing so if the, someone does feel a certain way about something you said at least now you're aware to like oh my bad you know like i'll totally you know not my intention but you know, when you're not aware of yourself or, or them, you're just like, okay, fuck you. I didn't even, I wasn't even trying to hurt you. Be like, why are you sad? Like, I wasn't even saying, yeah. you know, like, so yeah. it's a whole different thing. My thing is, I have like a bad habit of just like, because I've gone on this whole healing journey and I've just seen like, oh my God, of course, when I'm mean to other people, like, it just hurts me. Or when I'm judging other people, it just hurts me. That's, I just see those things so clearly now. And so my friends will like be complaining about someone or complaining about something or judging something. I'm like, guys, like don't judge. And I'm just like, sometimes just, just be present. Just sit there and listen to them. You don't have to react to anything, but you also don't have to try to fix everything. You know what I mean? And it, it, often it doesn't fix it. Like often they're just like, you're not listening. You just want to teach me or like to project this shit onto me. And it's, it, it just pushes them away. So that's my thing that I like, I'm really trying to be aware of because you're just yeah you're just like i i know what that's like and i don't want you to i don't want you to feel that way exactly so, yeah but it's it's another like 
unhealthy habit, but at least, you know, we're getting, we're becoming aware of it and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's say another thing is uh, people, I would say complaining. I, I became, so it's like I went from being like, you know, complaining about everything to like hating complaining and hating mm-hmm. people who complained or who would come i mean who yeah so then you would complain, complain about the people I, I who complained that was fire <laughs> yeah i would complain about the people who complained and it was like inception of like complaining yeah and or when people would be like just com- completely thrown off track by like a minor inconvenience oh that mm. was like the biggest thing that i like hated and yeah. i would like literally go off on somebody because i was like how do you like this little thing throw your whole day off and now I'm pissed at the fact that you're no, my pissed. Whole, my whole day is off because your whole day is off. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing because we can't, we're in that situation, we're still coming from a place of judgment. And so the whole thing is that you can't judge something out of judgment. Like you're just doing the same thing. So yeah, I became exactly. really aware of that. I was like, oh no, I'm like getting mad at someone. So I was like, no, like, okay, that they're mad. It's perfectly fine. It's beautiful that they're mad. That's what it needs to be right now. And like stuff like that that I have to like talk exactly. myself. Exactly. The thing is I really when I do those things though, I say it out loud. Like I just can't keep it in my head because it just all gets like muddled up in there. So I just say it out loud. And I think I need to say it out loud for myself, but then it's it just comes out as like, you know, we're in a conversation. So I kinda have to tell you because then it's like, why are you talking to yourself? <laughs> so it just feels like I'm project you know, I'm like trying to push it onto them and stuff because just the way I communicate it but yeah it's a it's a it's a funny it's like once you see but then you're just you still have the habits that you had before that you have to yeah. break yeah yeah for sure that would you um okay this is kind of off track but would you say there's anything that you do out of like comfort from like like a bad habit or like an addiction that you had that you would do out of like comfort like for me i would like play video games and like watch movies like for hours on end yeah um like oh i would definitely i realized this within the past year that i would whenever i would have a real so i realized now that i have really big emotions like really I can like feel them that they're like just a lot um but I used to obviously push them down and I'm like this is stupid why am I feeling all this um but when I became kind of more aware of it I remember one time I was like driving and I just got really mad at my mom about something that was happening and so this anger filled up but it was like huge and then I was just like oh like and then I had this urge just it wasn't even like a thought process it was just like oh I'm going to go get like canes or something like something really greasy and just uh, like really heavy. And I was like, whoa, like, wait, like, this is like connected. (laughs) Like, this is, I'm doing that because of this. And I was like, my body felt like to fill this feeling, which is like to numb it, like, you know, just eat like this gross, shitty food. But like that tasted like had a lot of, you know, just obviously gross and heavy. And I was like, oh my God. I was just like, whoa, like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, you just realize, because you just never were aware. And I, so I used to do that. I used to eat, like, just, just the most, like, Chick fil A. Oh my God. Like, the fact that we would go to Chick fil A as much as we did, like, it was just so, so 
much. Like it was. And I'm just, just crazy. realizing like why we did that. Like yeah, because <laughs> a lot of times we were usually things. in sync with our feelings. Yeah, yeah, we were always like we were always in sync with our feelings. Yeah. And universally, we would be like, yo, like yo, we should get some Chick Fil A. Like we would come off yeah. of like just like a you know a rampage and then we'd be like you know what let's let's get some chick-fil-a yeah like we would, let's just go i remember i would get a cookies and cream shake and like <laughs> like make, i would like, pay for sandwiches it. and fries like yeah <laughs> we didn't have no job <laughs> but i didn't want to go by myself no i was a full-time <laughs> athlete exactly i was a full-time athlete i didn't have a job and you would, you would literally pay for me to come like i was like just come i'll pay yeah, I was like, just, and, like, and we would skip, right. like, we would fully skip school, like, every fucking day, like, every day, and that's, it's just now, you see, it's a reflection of just, like, we, we had to be, like, doing shit, like, everything had to be crazy, everything had to be exciting, and, like, oh, like, we have to go do something, and Over I see now, top. yeah, just, like, you can't be still, like, you can't just be, like, nothing is happening, like, no, it always has to be drama, and if there's nothing happening, we're gonna make it happen, like, you're saying, like, you would literally make people argue and just step away and see the the aftermath yeah i would say um one of the craziest realizations that i ever had from you know that stemmed from all of that was uh i went to a neurologist right yeah and this was uh i was probably like 17 17 mm -hmm. i went to a neurologist and they had me take a bunch of tests they hooked a bunch of you know like stuff up checking my mm -hmm. brain waves and all this crazy stuff and they were like, when we sat down, they showed me a graph and they just sat there in silence. And I was like, yo, like, what's, what's up? <laughs> and the, um, the doctor was like, we've never, like, she's like, it's been so long since I've seen like a, a teenager with like this level of like ADHD. That's like, <laughs> yeah, she was like, with this level oh, of ADHD, yeah. this level of like, she was like, how do you like, do you? how do you sit like how do you do school like how do you sit down like how do you do anything girl i'd cheat <laughs> <laughs> oh and my that's God. another thing that like was just a a really big like you know because i always i was one of those people that was like oh how do you have adhd like bro just mm -hmm. just make yourself stop it focus make <laughs> yourself listen yeah and there's a lot of those feelings that like i i expected like oh i could just stop or a lot of things I expected. Oh, yeah, you could just stop it. You can't. They mm -hmm. always come back. You might be able to stop it for three seconds. And then, you know, yeah. the feeling like you, you can't run from your feelings ever. Yeah. And trying to run from them, you just end up chasing like unhealthy things. It's like running from your feelings leads to you chasing unhealthy addictions, unhealthy, yeah. you know, habits. That are the yeah. momentary comfort, so it's like a cycle that you can't just stop chasing, you know, different things. Mm -hmm. It's eventually it, it it leads to you know, so many leads to your own detriment. Yeah, yeah, and I think that people don't just or I don't want to say that, but like I think we don't talk about how addictions, all addiction, like it's not just like drug addictions, like that's the only addictions we really talk about, but we become addicted to so much so that we don't have to face the emotions that we feel um just simply because we're scared to feel them i guess like it's crazy and uh a lot of people are kind of 
um, I guess that a lot of people are kind of scared to admit like their addictions and, Mm -hmm. you know, scared to, you know, come out and be open about them. Yeah. Because it's kind of like a weakness. Like, oh, how could you just be controlled by that? It is. Yeah. It is. I had probably some of the craziest, like, addictions that, like, people would think, like, how could you be addicted to that? Mm. Chips. I was addicted to chips. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I still still eat chips, but (laughs) it was bad. Like, I would be feeling you know like very sad and depressed mm. and it never failed i would go and get a family sized limon lays chips and eat it in one sitting the fam the yeah. biggest bag i could find and just sit there and watch movies and just like mm. chips all over my shirt oh my i'm God. pretty sure my blood pressure was through the roof at that moment and that's the thing we like our physical health is impacted in every way when you don't face your emotions like if it's not just literally because your body just needs to release them and you don't you know you're suppressing them there's a physical reaction but just then the addictions that you have to use to numb them like yeah that's what i mean with like the food stuff like i was having i was having like problems and i was like what the f-? and this lady like i just went to this lady and she was like oh just try eating like non-aesthetic foods and i was like what the fuck are you talking about like i'm having actual medical issues and and i was just like okay i'm gonna she was like do it for two weeks and then come back and we'll see what changes i did it for like three days and then just went away just shit went i was like oh like my bad like that was my bad i didn't believe you but like shit like that people just really and it's because I was, and I became aware, that's when I became aware, because I was just like, oh, I'm not going to eat any of that shit anymore. But I was, and that's when I was like, oh, shit, like, I really want to eat games because I'm so mad right now. Like, it's crazy. And it's and I think that's the thing. Anything can become an addiction. It's just like, why are you consuming this right now? Like, if you can ask yourself that, yeah. is it just, you know, I just want to eat a bag of chips. Cool. But if it's like, oh, I eat a bag of chips every single time I get sad or every single time I get really mad, then it's like, yeah, I would stand up dizzy as hell. <laughs> I'll go to stand up and damn near fall out because all that damn salt in my body. Yeah, that shit, will, that shit will fuck you up. But, but I mean, people have addiction to shopping. Oh my god, like people, like yeah. I've seen family. I'm just like, yo, like you're actually addicted to shopping like it's cre- it's not it's not oh i just go like it's but but you know we live in a society that encourages that it's not addiction that's what you're supposed we to do that's in a society yeah we live in a society like and i'm just like no like why do you need to go shopping every single day or like why do you need new clothes for every single event you go to um you know, and I, I mean, I don't want to judge because I know, you know, I know it's because you need, you just, yeah. you need a distraction. You need to feel something else other than these feelings. Um, I, I, I recently also like with Eckhart Tolle, he's like a spiritual teacher and he talks about our addiction to thinking and he talks about, which is crazy. I was like, whoa, but he's like, you know, we talk about all these oh. other addictions, but we're addicted to thinking. So when a problem arises, we think about it like we think about it because we think thinking will control it thinking will change the outcome and so that makes us not have to like if something's happening around us and we can't do anything 
while we start thinking so we don't actually have to feel what we feel in the situation we can just think about like okay tomorrow i'm gonna do that or like okay we have to do this and this you know so you're actually just numbing your emotions by just staying in your mind and thinking and i was like oh my god like actually like that's crazy but even that you know but it's not about like what the addiction is it's about why you're doing it you know that that is just so much at once that i'm just wow (laughs) that is a uh that is definitely probably the best most interesting take i've ever heard of it really as someone who thinks constantly like i just thought Mm-hmm. about everything like that just is like oh like damn like I, I you saying that i was sitting here like damn i think too much damn i'm thinking why am i thinking about thinking i'm doing it i'm addicted <laughs> and that's the thing but that's the thing I'm so addicted. <laughs> yeah like so in my last uh podcast episode that's why i did like a kind of body scan because so so what i figured out so what so when I started becoming aware of like my feelings and this, you know, you become self-aware and you're just like, oh, I don't have to react and things like that. Like things would still happen. And I would feel like angry or just frustrated. And I was like, okay, like this is related to like in my childhood when I would do X, Y, and Z. And, but I would still have the feeling. I wouldn't feel any better. And I was like, what the fuck? Like what, what else is it? Like, I know why. So what, what else is there to fucking do? Like, I still feel like shit. And I had read this article um, on Elephant Journal and it was like, when it's like, it was like toxic awareness or something like toxic awareness. It was like when you become aware (laughs) and you're trying to think about, oh, I feel this emotion because this person hurt me this one time. And you think that that's like it, like, oh, I know that I'm having this reaction because it's so cool. But then it's like, no, the actual experience of it is you have to feel what it feels like so you don't even actually have to know and we talked about this like you don't have to know why something yeah um, that was so important for me to hear that yeah like that you don't have so to know why like we i i, I, I remember you we recorded that conversation that that conversation honestly changed me really and it helped me so much when you told me about that you were like oh you asked me what do you do whenever you feel something and i was kind of like oh well i think about why i feel it and then instantly I felt like I got hit with like, like a stick or something. You were like, no. <laughs> and you were like, you have to learn to just feel like you have to, it's not, you know, you don't understand why the feeling is there. You have to learn how to feel the feeling and how to deal with the feeling by feeling it. Mm-hmm. And since then i would uh whenever i would i'll be in my car because that's probably where i think the most and Mm -hmm. like i'll just be driving and i'll start thinking or it's like when i put my car in park you know instantly i'll just sit there for a second and i'll start thinking and just kind of like take a moment and i'll start feeling all of the all of this stuff and i'm i'll start being like why am i feeling like this but ever since you told me about that i would stop and i would breathe whenever something uncomfortable would happen to me or mm. something that you know you know irritated me would mm. happen i would stop and i would sit there and i'm like okay okay let me just feel it now like just feel like just feel the feelings don't think about anything else but feel it and almost instantly it's gone mm. it would go away so fast and i would sit there and it would go away so fast yeah 
and it made it so much more comfortable to the point where like now I'm getting to the point where I'm not, you know, thinking as much about my feelings. I just, you know, take the moment, breathe and feel that feeling as much as I can. Like I'll tell mm-hmm. myself I'm I want to feel this as much as I can and embrace this feeling as and all the sadness, no matter what I'm feeling, all the anger and sadness, feel it all at once. And I'll have like in my head, I'll have like an intense moment of just like, it feels like my brain is just blooming and like opening up. Like, mm. I feel like, I, like sometimes I'm scared that like some Das or Ravens like type shit's gonna happen. And like, I'm gonna have like a vision, like. <laughs> Maybe you don't know. This is just but so intense in that moment. Yeah, in that moment, I feel like I'm about to like. <laughs> yeah. So crazy. Yeah. So some, I mean, that's and that's that's the essence of meditation. Like people are so scared of like meditate, like or they're just like you know what's meditate, but that's the essence of it. Just observing, like oh, this is what it feels like to just be, to just exist right now, and yeah and that's what it is it's like we we want to think about why we feel the way because we think that'll solve the issue because we're just up here we're just thinking analytically about it um but you're you exist as your whole body and you're there's like a quote that's like your brain your mind speaks in in thoughts and words and your body speaks in feelings but we never go down here you know we just stay up here and yeah, when I discovered that, I was like, oh shit, like, let me try it. And it, the same thing, like, oh wow, like, I can just feel it and it'll just pass. And I don't have to think about what I have to do or like, oh, why it happened or why I feel this way. It, it, because at the end of the day, you're still going to have to feel it anyway, even if you find out why you feel that way. So yeah. why not just skip to that? <laughs> like, and obviously, yeah, it's helpful. Is, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It's helpful, but at the end of the day, just feel it just feel your feelings <laughs> just feel them all it's, it's to the point of like i even sometimes i have to break down like why like where i'm at like where am i mm-hmm. at you know where i'm at i'll sit there and think like break down my surroundings okay i'm in my car mm-hmm. i'm gonna sit here you know hold the steering wheel whatever i have to do is just mm-hmm. and just tell myself out loud okay you know i'm in my car i'm just gonna feel this and you know i'm gonna get out and be okay mm. and honestly um that's another thing i want to uh, jump into with you is kind of like taking because you're somebody you know j- very similar and you're mm-hmm. somebody who will the opportunity the moment you get an opportunity you will jump into it or mm. the moment you know you see you know an opportunity for you to do something bigger or for you to kind of you know express yourself in a different form you will jump on it and that's mm. something that i think is important that people shouldn't be scared about as trying new things that's something that yeah. i think is great to the evolution of your personality and you as a mm. character in in this you know life is like your own movie like yeah yeah it is it's like your own movie really yeah. your character in your own movie mm. and that's one thing i admire about you is like if there's an opportunity for you to travel or an opportunity for you to do something, you'll jump on it and like yeah, that's interesting. I can think you tell me like why why is that important? I think it's important because we like human. Like I think we don't realize that there's we're never gonna feel or experience everything there is to experience. 
but that's the beauty of it that you never run out of things to experience but when we keep doing the same things we experience the same thing because the same feelings and the same over and over but we we get stuck in habits and we get stuck in safety that we never experience something new or it's like scary i think we're gonna die if we change anything and when you're just like fuck it like like you're just open to the unknown you just go and do something and you're just like whoa like this is crazy you know and you 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 know if you want to experience new experiences you have to do different things than you've been doing and I think in high school, especially, I don't know why, but I literally, I, and I, it's very wise now that I think about it, but like every day, like when I would want to do something, I was like, okay, I could die tomorrow. Like, let's just go. Like or someone wanted to skip school. Yeah, I could die tomorrow. Like, let's go. And it's so like morbid kind of, but I had fun. Like it was, I would, I just would do everything and I would just be like, fuck it, like whatever. And um it worked out great like people think if you do that I think you have to be mindful of it like I knew my limits like I knew I was still gonna be good at school because it was just like whatever but for other people maybe that's not the case but I just knew my limits of how far to take that and I could just take it really far and so I would just do shit that I just was like whatever um but obviously I was still an ego so it wasn't like the most healthy way to do things but but I think that's how we should experience life. Like, what if today's your last day on earth and you're spending it like mad at somebody? Like, that's horrible. That's sad. Exactly. And so, but every day could be the last day. Like, every time you see someone could be the last time you see them. And so then like the moment becomes really important because this is all you have, you know? This is all we ever have, the moment, present moment. And so why waste it experiencing something you've already, not like it's a waste, but just like, especially when we suffer, like we stay in certain jobs and certain relationships and certain patterns of our doings. And we're just like, okay, but like in a year, then I'll feel way better once I get that. And it's like, no, you won't. Cause it's, if you, if you don't, if you can't create something for yourself now, yeah. yeah. Like change it, change is creating. Like you have to change something to create something. <clears throat> and if you can't do that then you're never going to experience anything more than like what you've already experienced and yeah so I definitely think I think having that mindset in high school and I have no idea why I had that mindset like it just came to me one day and I was like oh that makes me feel way better so I'm gonna go, let's go do whatever I want um it helped a lot and I think when you're kind of aware of it and you don't I mean it could be like really depressing like damn I could die tomorrow but I was like whoa I could die tomorrow like let's go do whatever <laughs> And it were great, you know. Um, and I, I think I prior, I was like, what are my priorities? You know, it's not, it's not yeah. overdoing this other shit that I don't care about. You know, it's just like I'm gonna go skip school and be with my friends because I have fun with them. Sorry, like that matters more to me uh, right now, <laughs> which doesn't always work for everybody, but it works for, for me. Real. Yeah, I think that's something that's important to, uh, you know not on like an extreme level but like that's something to carry over into early adulthood because in early adulthood everyone is panicking like everyone that i all my friends are panicking everyone is panicking to an extent they don't know what Mm. job they want they don't know what they want to do and uh recently i was talking to someone they're like dude like what do you want to do like and i was like man that's a scary question and i started making it a point to like you know what i'm gonna work wherever you know i need to work i'm gonna you know do whatever i need to do Mm. that i feel i need to Mm. and try to experience as much as possible in this early stage of adulthood yeah 
and that's something that it's you know if you de- if you deprive yourself of opportunities and you're gonna get stuck in that cycle which happened to me very you know, on an extreme level mm. pretty recently in the past two huh. years same job same yeah. situation it it's it was very unhealthy mm. but you know seeing you it, you inspired me a lot honestly as a friend mm. you inspired me a lot and seeing the fact that like whenever i'm gonna do something i always sometimes if i can't talk to you i literally will think to myself like you know i know olivia would approve like if i like you know went out and did this or like you're one of those people that i can think about and i'm like i know she would like support me if i wanted Mm. to try something Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think i think i think whenever there's an opportunity for change i'm like yeah just do it like People want to break up with their boyfriends, like yeah. That's why I like, call you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. At least now you're not as toxic about it. Before you'd be like, yeah, he ain't girl. Like you would not know him. Like he ain't shit. Like he, like and you yeah, would not he know. Yeah, sucks. Like, like oh my god. Yeah. Like now I'm just like, it's for you if you want to be free from that. You know, like you're. you're yeah. That's the thing. Like, it's about just like I think I love. And that's the thing, like we humans, we have this weird relationship with change because we want it. it. It's what gives us new experiences, but we're so afraid of it because we don't know what's there and we want to know and knowing, you know, knowing what's going to happen. It's, it's in our minds, you know, it's, it's, it's our, our, our ego trying to, trying to control things and you just don't know. So then anything is possible. So when you can see just like, well, like, let me go into that, you know, I think it's, it's just a really great way to live, honestly. Um, and I think Reese, I think, I think a lot of the suppression in the recent years came up and I was like, whoa, I really, I, this is a lot. Like, I don't, I don't want change anymore. Like it's a lot. Um, and it would not be uh, fun anymore. It was really hard. Um, especially with the pandemic, you know, it's like, all right, like, all right, it's enough change. Like, uh, chill out, yo, chill out. Like, yeah. but, but it's the thing you just have to kind of like be like, no, like you gotta roll through with it and feel what you gotta feel, and get, you know, go just be in the present moment. Like, I think we think about time so funny because I used to exist on like my mind, my life was like on this timeline, and I was like right here in the middle, and it would be like. I remember I was like, oh, like, why do I feel so constrained to that? You know, I was aware that I like imagined my life that way, but it felt like, like tomorrow's already there. I just am not there yet. And then when I started kind of like getting into spirituality, the whole, there was a whole thing of like presence and like the present moment. Like when you think about tomorrow, that's just a thought in your head. You know, like when you think about yesterday, that's just a thought in your head. It doesn't even exist anywhere, but there, and you can just choose to observe it and not believe it and not be contained by it um because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow so whatever like why why and why and then you're not in the present moment anymore and the present moment is the only place where you can actually take action and make change happen right and be an agent of that change you can't do it tomorrow like you have it's right now so when you let your power go and your energy go into just thinking and it takes a lot of energy it's really tiring and we don't think that you know we don't consider that um you just take all this energy out of the present moment where you could be like with someone and with this moment and create something and change something. Um, but you know, we just, we just want to know what's going to happen tomorrow, but you don't exactly. know. You when know. you were talking about like, uh, your energy and like your focus, 
that uh, reminded me in, uh, in a song that was a very important sentence for me to hear. But they said, um, where your focus goes, that's where your energy flows. And mm-hmm. I was like, if you're thinking, you know, if you're constantly thinking, you know, in, in, if you're thinking in the wrong space constantly, you're going to feel mm-hmm. drained because it's like if you're thinking negative, negatively and I mean, sometimes you can't help it and you, yeah. it, it happens. Mm-hmm. but all you're going to feel drained because all your energy that takes so much energy to feel so you know to feel down yeah. although it, feel, it feels Just like think it's easier, about it. it takes so yeah. much yeah it takes so much physical energy yeah and yeah. you just feel deprived of everything you just feel yeah. exhausted yeah and that's the thing with like people and, who... uh, oh wait go ahead oh no i was gonna say um and when you were talking about uh appreciating life for what it is like just you know living it i uh that's one thing that I, I would look at the ocean like whenever i would go back home i would look at the ocean and i would sit there and that's what i was so like in awe about is looking how vast it is there's mm-hmm. so much i don't know about it but it's here yeah and it's just you know it's just there I, like i'm here it's there and i'm just looking at it and, like there's i don't know what's under there Mm-hmm. Like jumping off the back of the boat and swimming in the ocean is probably one of the scariest things I've ever done, but it was so exciting. Yeah. And that's a feeling that I always like try to tap into whenever I'm going to do something new. I mm. think about that moment. Okay, when you were a kid, you jumped off, you know, it literally into the Atlantic Ocean. You jumped off a boat into the into the Atlantic Ocean and you mm. were just free there. Like you, you just, you didn't know. Yeah, you didn't know. You didn't know how deep the water was. You didn't know what was in the water but you were excited to do it and it just felt amazing and that feeling it was so exhilarating and like because i didn't know something bad or good could have happened i was just in that moment thinking like oh my gosh i'm really in the ocean Mm -hmm. and that's all that mattered it didn't matter no sharks or anything it's just i'm in the ocean and that's i always try to like i think to myself i want to live life like i did in that moment and feel Mm -hmm. that whenever i'm living it's like life is the ocean and i'm in this ocean like i just i'm not worried about good or bad i'm just feeling it like i'm feeling the moment yes okay so beautiful but yeah that's literally life i think i think we're so scared of life because we don't know what's gonna happen and things happen and we're like oh that that wasn't supposed to happen but it's like what was supposed to happen like that's only in your mind what was supposed to happen you know everything already is as it is so the thing is we resist it we're just like no it shouldn't be this way like oh no there shouldn't be a shark in here you know like or you know and we're just we yeah we resist life and then something happens change happens because everything is always changing but we have this illusion of like control and like permanence things end and things change and and then when they change we're just so unprepared because we've been living in this like delusion that oh I can just think my way through this and I can just control what happens and you know it'll go my way or if it doesn't then it shouldn't be happening it's wrong it's bad and that's judgment you know I think that's why at the core that's judgment that's like saying this is good and this is bad and so when good things happen probability is yeah it's just like it, it's good things happening, but then, but then when something that isn't good happens, you're just like, oh my, you're just suffering. You're just like, oh my fucking god. Instead of just being present with it, because it's already there, exactly. you know. And yeah, so I think I think that's a hard. That's it takes a lot of discipline to. But every moment, like this moment right now, right now, 
that's where this is happening right now a bird could fly through your window you know what i'm saying like what and then what are you gonna be like oh my fucking god like fuck that bird why did it come through my window like what the fuck are you gonna be like whoa like that's crazy it I'm, just is that's a strong ass <laughs> bird <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um no but yeah like that's i think that's something that and that's what makes me yeah i think maybe that's why for you especially like you were saying that when people would complain initially you would just get so upset because you see the truth of like it's so freeing and liberating to not complain because you're not resisting life and you're free so you know and we have varying degrees of that but but yeah it's it's just sad because you see someone you're just like bro like no come on like don't do that because you know we should be free (laughs) and sometimes i even see like probability as like this big gray cloud Mm-hmm. it's like a big gray cloud with like rainbows sticking out of it that's yeah. like it can be oh. something really bad because it's like a lot of times probability will force you to stay in one place because mm. the you know you're you're unsure mm-hmm. so it's like okay like probably something good could happen or something bad might happen and then you're mm. there in between trying to decide like oh my god i'm scared i don't know if something bad's gonna happen i don't know if something good's gonna happen and mm-hmm. then you just keep bouncing back and forth back and forth back and mm. forth and then y- you have to find out yeah you have to find out i mean you can and then whatever happens yeah exactly but is, is getting struck by lightning bad you might it have hurts. superpowers no, it, it it doesn't even have to get to that. But my thing is, is my thing is we got to get to like when something that hurts or is uncomfortable happens, is that bad? Or can you just accept that that is what it is? Like, you get me? Like, are yeah, there you really can't get good mad about things? getting struck by lightning? Yeah, or like, like, even like, we don't even have to go that far. But even when it rains, <laughs> people get upset. Yeah. It's like, is that really bad? Like, you don't even have to think, oh, no, because the trees grow and it's good for it. Like, we need it. You don't have to think that far. Just, it just it's rains. water. It's water. And maybe it feels uncomfortable. Maybe you're not used to it. But does that make it bad? Does it make it good? Is it good? Like, no, it just, it just is. is. And that's what I'm like. When you, because we think it's not even toxic positivity, because we're not even trying to be like, oh, no, this is great. I love this so much. It's just like, in this present moment, this is what is. And we're not living in the past of yesterday when it wasn't raining. Like that that's just in your mind. Right now, this is the only moment that really exists. And so experience it. And when you can be present, imagine have you ever like, you know, gone running out in the rain and just like experienced that fully, you know? Yeah. Like that's kind of beautiful. That's beautiful. And we don't allow ourselves to see that because we're so stuck in like, oh, this shouldn't be happening. This shouldn't be. Like, I know what should be. And this isn't right. Yeah. Like we're God, you know, like we're, we, we know what should be. And then that's the thing. We only know things based on our past. So if we only create, want things to happen that are in our head are the best thing, we're only going to be like, this is the highest level you'll ever go of like experience. And then it doesn't, it's not even exciting anymore because you keep experiencing it over and over. So when you allow yourself to just be like, whatever happens, it just is like if I need to do something in the situation, I'll do it in the moment. I can't do it right now. And look around, and then you become aware that you're alive right now. Like, and you can just exactly. let go of whatever happens, you know, whatever changes. 
So yeah. Yeah, that rem- like when you were talking about running in the rain, uh, this a weird story. But when I was younger, me and my uncle and my sisters, yeah, we would like put like foil on ourselves and like like put paper clips on our clothes. Why? And run back and forth, and run back and forth across the yard. And the premise was if you got struck by lightning, you lost. Why? Why would you do that with your uncle? I don't uncle? know. I don't. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. That was that was the game. We would put foil into like oh metal objects on ourselves, yeah. and we would take turns running like back and forth across the yard. Like someone would like take a lamp and like run with it, and be like, "Yeah, oh I made it God. back." And like someone else would like grab like a bigger metal object and run back yeah. and forth across the yard. Did anyone ever get hit? No, <laughs> but so everybody wins. It was just knowing the fact that you, yeah, it's you didn't the know fact that you could get hit is what made exactly you didn't know. Yeah, and it's like if you did get hit, like that would have been like pro- that would have been fire. Like that would have been tight. Like yeah, yeah like, well, I'm glad you never getting hit that. by lightning would have meant you won. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was weird, but I that. <laughs> I, it just made me think of that. That was like an old mm-hmm. like child's memory. I have. Yeah, I mean, when you're kids, you don't care. Cause when you're a kid, I don't I think don't. you're you're that aware of death, and so you're not scared to do shit. And you know, I think I think we're a little. I think it's interesting. I think all of our fears of living life stem from our fear of death, which is you know because our society you know teaches a you know in Western societies. We just like no, you don't die. Like that isn't real. Like, or when people are dying, you know, they just put them away somewhere so you don't really see. Or yeah. you know, you can live forever if you just have enough money. You know, so. But the reality is, yeah, you could die, and death isn't bad, and it's not good. It just is, and it is. Yeah, that's one of those things. It just is. It's everything. I, just is. You know. Or- <laughs> I don't want to step on anybody's toes or anything, but you know, I I really believe it just is. When you die, you just cease to exist. I'm just I believe that I'm I'm just not gonna exist anymore. I'm I'm done. I feel like someone's gonna like the curtains close, the light turns off. It's just it's yeah, silent. that's beautiful. And I think I think we're just I don't believe that, but we believe different things about death. But but I think like death is inevitable, and so why? it's just the story that we're told that it's horrifying not that it's not sad like when someone dies of course you're going to grieve and be sad but but we think those feelings are bad so you see how our whole lifetimes we're told not to be sad stop being sad and then when someone dies i think it's way more devastating and hard to get through because we just don't know what to do with the feelings and so it's just horrible you know and that's why people i think fall into depression and just it, it just becomes something way more severe than it needed to be because you, you could just feel the feeling it's not easy it's not simple or it, I think it is simple you know if you practice throughout your life um it's not easy. it's not like it's really hard but it is just like this is what you got to do you know what I'm saying like but it's hard but this is what you got to do but I think like it's like in the last year obviously because there's just so much death around us and all over the news and this you know the news wants you to watch it wants you to see that wants you to click on everything and so it makes these stories that are like not that it's a good thing it's not a bad thing it's just like people died and you just don't even know what to do with that and it's 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 hard because I think a lot of people probably felt really affected by it but maybe they didn't lose someone personally to them so they're like 
oh, like, I can't even be mad, you know, I should be happy, you know, but it's like, we all are very compassionate, empathetic people. And when someone dies, it's really just sad, you know, but we don't know what to do with that feeling. And we don't know how to face it. And so imagine the moment of our death, we're just devastated, and we have no idea what to feel, what to do. Yeah, um, I honestly, I don't yeah. even know how I'm a funeral to go. Like, I, well, I, I the funerals, funerals are funny. <laughs> funerals are funny. I want it to be a celebration. I, okay, yeah. I want people to celebrate my life. You know, <laughs> I want it to be a celebration of my life and the life that I lived. And yeah. I want everybody to just, I, essentially, I want to live in everyone's mind. You know, around me that mm. attends my funeral. Like, I want, yeah. I want, I want. Obviously, I'm gone. I just, I'm not there. Mm-hmm. You know, it just is. I died, but that doesn't mean I'm gone. Mm. Like the the gifts and of creation you brought to the world are still exactly. here for people. Still that's the here. thing, and that's the thing. We don't value creation enough. I think, like we we, I think for humans, our most like, I think the thing we gain just being like human, like just humanity, just is serve like what we should, what we all love doing is being of service to others. That doesn't always mean like, you know, you're going to go like feed the homeless, but just like, just create it. You know, when we create stuff, like it's like the biggest gift is when someone sees it and they're like, wow, this made me feel great, you know, or like, whoa, like this is, this made me, this gave me something. And then that's, I think the best feeling when you create something and someone else can, can use it or benefits from it. And that's being of service too. And I think we value, we, we forget that creation is that's what will be left of us you know so we're so scared of death but like when you create something what you created that that will outlast you like you know um even if the physical item you made isn't around it's like someone was impacted by it and they were changed and so they live their life because of what you gave them you know and so i think creation is a very vital part of of life Um, but when we die yeah like i don't think we just I don't know. I don't think we just like lights out, but well, you know, I don't know. I don't know what happens. Well, I believe that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think I, there's I a book I'm reading. Change every day. Yeah, that's exactly like I'm reading this book called The Tibetan Book of Living and Dying, and it's really good. I highly recommend to anybody who's who fears death. Um, it's really comforting um, and beautiful. Do you fear death? I don't know. Um, okay. Honestly, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, until mm. like I'm faced with death, I'm not gonna know if I'm scared or not. Well, you should read that book. I mean, I can say right now, like, you know, I I don't really fear death. I can say mm-hmm. that right now, but it's like the, until like the moment I I'm gonna die. Mm. I don't know. I hope I don't get scared in like the last moment. Like I hope, like I hope I can be good, and then like I don't want to have a panic attack before I die. Like, but the, so I think our I, I think death is ultimately it's change. That sounds kind of silly, but it is. And when we can't handle change in life, then we can't handle the change when death happens. So like when things change, and maybe you grieve about them in life. I think that's yeah. That's the best practice for death. I'm gonna 
a little like slight plug. So um, I was actually I'm writing a horror film this summer. Oh really? And last night we were yeah. So I'm also doing like it's coming out with an EP, mm. and like they're connected together. So the mm. it's like a long music video basically, yeah. but it's like an entire story. Yeah. And um, I was meeting with uh, an artist, a super talented artist. Mm-hmm. amazing just with him and his father are both like ridiculously talented his father's a sculptor and he's an amazing painter just you know multi faceted mm-hmm. everything he's a crazy artist and we were talking about the character design for this new um i guess kind of like you want it to be like a staple and like uh, you know you have like your your jason you have your you know your pinhead uh-huh. you know leatherface all those guys Mm-hmm. So we're creating this character, and we were uh, the conversation of death came up, mm-hmm. and um, he was like, "Yeah, I was like, he was like, are there gonna be any like peaceful, like serene moments in it?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah, I usually like a lot of my songs to end, you know, with like a peaceful moment." And he was like, yeah. um, "I was like, I was thinking about how I would describe that moment. This is probably like a weird like description or weird way to put it, but." Yeah. at the end of uh let's say like when someone gets it's, we're talking about horror movies when someone gets their you know throat sliced mm. and they're sitting there bleeding out and they this whole time they didn't know what they were running from you know mm. obviously they weren't too like they didn't have time to stop and see like what this monster or this figure they were running from they didn't have time to stop and see it but now that they're laying there you know kind of like bleeding out it's like you see like the the change in their eyes Mm. And it's like now they're looking at this like what they were running from and they're kind mm. of accepting that moment mm. and you know it's kind of like almost like a peace and a calm because you know they're staring at like up at this figure mm. and you know they're starting to realize okay like i just died like i'm mm. dying i just died this is what killed me like it's over and it's kind of like it's over and it's like a peaceful mm. moment mm. and that just stuck with me and i was like a lot of times when you know in the moment of like accepting death that's probably like a really weird like way to put it but just Mm. in general that made me think about like the acceptance of death and like what it is and that's what it is and that's the thing like there's peace ultimately at the end of it there's peace and that's the thing now go ahead I'm not advocating for like anyone to seek that, you know. No, no. That's the thing. We can have to live for. Yeah, we can have that peace in life though. And I think that's what we don't understand because because we don't want to face like that's the thing. We have an attitude of like, well, one day I'll die, so I'll worry about I'll worry about it when it happens. And that's the thing, you won't be prepared. And I think, I think just from what I've read and just my own experiences, just like, oh, like all our fears go back to death, go back to like our ending. Um, And we're so scared of that. And I think when you can look around the world around you, it's always preparing you for that. Not that things always die, but things change. And so there is a death of like the past. And so when you are able, because, and that's why we feel certain things, like when our relationships end or like we move or just little things or even like graduating, you know, people are like, so like, I don't care, you know, but it's like things have now changed. And so allow yourself to be at peace with that. And I think that's what I mean when I'm like, it's practice for that moment when things end. 
um because i don't think it's just like you're alive you're dead you know like nothing is really like that like you know the sun rises and it falls but it's it's never just one or the other it's transitioning always you know and so i think that's the same with life there's it's not just going to be like boom like thou it's like even people who have like near-death experiences they talk about just these things that they see when they're like dying and so it's never just like done you know it's 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 always something occurring but um i think in life you can find that peace when you can heal and that then death isn't scary anymore and so life isn't scary anymore that's you know because people people don't want to quit their job because they're scared they're not going to have food to eat and they're going to die they don't want to they don't want to you know give up uh, their relationship because they think they're not gonna be able to make it without their partner they're gonna end up homeless they'll die you know and it's it's all these these jump these, we jump to these stories that end in like our death and then it's like okay so why are we so afraid and many other cultures don't they honor death and they see it as really beautiful and and it's not just like this life and that's just done you know it's it's much more deep um and and you find a lot more comfort in it and that's the thing we don't have to be horrified by it we can be sad like dang like one day this life will end and i really like it you know but it's like this moment one moment one moment will end and i really enjoyed it and that's sad but we're not we don't allow ourselves to feel that we're just like no so stupid like whatever you know um but yeah i think we can find that peace in life and then live life in in peace when we can just accept it that one day we'll die but like we and we can recognize oh this moment will change um and then I'll remember something that used to be and it's no longer and that makes me sad. And then you find peace in that because you're not resisting and you're not trying to go back to it. You're just at peace with what it was and what is now. And yeah. But I, I love horror. I love analyzing horror movies. I used to, I took like a few horror movie oh. classes. It's so cool. Horror movies are so interesting. I, uh, I always love doing that like right there like what just happened is like i'll set up like a what if question mm-hmm. or like you know is it or I'll, I'll every time i talk to you i love doing that like i'll purposely will say something just to hear your answer because hearing you explain stuff like that is always like perfect it always comes Aww. out like the way you you break stuff down is very impressive oh and I wanted to see what you're gonna say with that question and hearing that I'm just like I'm honestly like blown back. Like that was very impressive. Like that. Oh, thank you. So how do you feel about that answer that I gave? I feel like I honestly I didn't know the answer. But I set it up to see if I could, you know, mm-hmm. find out and feel a different way about it and I do. Oh. I feel how like you you're feel completely now? right. Hmm. I feel like you're right and that, that offered me a new perspective hmm. and it doesn't have to be that I'm right oh you're welcome but it doesn't have to be that I'm right just what I've learned is like oh what if I believe this because it's just a story everything's just a story what if I believe this story then how does my life change and you realize that some things constrict you and close you and some things open you and it's the things that open you that bring you peace so yeah well thank you for joining hot girl healing podcast today saya um 
I'm really grateful that you're here to share all your stories and your insights and just be my friend through just a long time and put up with all our toxicity and now our healing and all that. So thank you so much for coming on. Do you have anything you want to you wanna close off with? Um thank you first and foremost for allowing me to come on here and just talk about my experience with healing and uh expressing that we had a very similar you know past we were involved a lot in each other's you know past traumas and mm-hmm. thank you just thank you thank you thank you thank you all i can say is thank you Aww. for everything and of i hope everyone who listens enjoys this and love you so much <laughs> all right thank y'all for listening next episode with Zaya.